Warning. The following podcast is performed by two highly skilled... Badass. Professional. Woke as fuck. Mm, debatable. Idiots? Also debatable. Not all comments are meant to be taken seriously. But some definitely are, so figure it the fuck out. And if you offend easily, oh kindly fuck off. But for the rest of you cunts, enjoy. Can I get up? Yo, 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 what up, winos, weirdos, potheads, freaks? Um, thanks for coming back. Another episode of Wine and Weed Wednesday. Um, I'm not gonna bore you with any of that shit. If you like it, hit the like button, subscribe, fucking five-star rate us, one-star rate us, email us, mitch.wineandweed at gmail.com, caitlin.wineandweed at gmail.com. Uh, you know, I'm sure we're gonna talk about it later, but... Other than that, like, welcome back. If not, welcome aboard. Here we go. What up, motherfucker? Hello, I only have half an hour. What the fuck? It's alright. What? <laughs> You look stressed. Yeah, I've been um, with the lactation consultant, and then I have another birthing class straight after this, and I'm just exhausted and zoomed out. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then everything that you do every class, it's like, you got to buy all this additional shit, and nothing that you have is right you know i mean i want to have all the right stuff but also like women are having babies in huts elsewhere in the world like it's all going to be fine and some of it's like well maybe we're making too much pressure here you know maybe this isn't helping maybe this is you know what i mean yeah when you said you had a lactating nurse i was like oh that's new (laughs) okay well she's um, th- she is really great, but she's very specific on, you know, I'm just messaging my sister-in-law now because she had the same lactation nurse. And I, she was like, how was your session? Because it was my first one. And I was like, well, it was good, but I've got to buy a bunch of shit. And she was like, honestly, just whatever you feel comfortable with. And I was like, well, she's dead set on this specific brand of nipple cream and it can't be another brand. And realistically (laughs) most women may not even have nipple cream when they go into labor like I am more prepared I feel like than most people but it just was a bit overwhelming if that makes sense for sure um it sounds like you're putting way too much pressure on yourself and seriously a lactating nurse it's for nipple cream sounds ridiculous we don't well, not everybody has that and you know what those kids grow up to have mustaches and they're on podcasts mm-hmm. <laughs> they're fucking here man and we we did not have an, a lactating nurse well it's awesome that you do and that's cool like you're getting the insight you know like more insight and everything but 
don't forget that exactly people are fucking pooping most out people babies don't even in our Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. Most people don't even have nipple cream. What is this nipple cream you're talking about? And then she was saying, like, you know, I have all these nice breast pads that are cloth ones because then you just chuck them in the wash. And she's like, well, you know, for the first couple of weeks, it's probably better to have disposable ones because the germs, even after you wash them, could still technically be in there. Well, like, a fucking I guess, but... She sounds like a stupid bitch. That sounds... That's crazy, She man. was really nice, but I just think... Anyway, that's, that's, sorry, I just got out of that call. No, I and, totally And now get I've it. got to go into another call where they're probably going to tell me I've got all the wrong fucking shit again. Yeah. This is not stressful enough that you're going to poop a whole human soul out of your vagina. Now you got to worry about nipple cream and antimicrobial fucking breast pads. And you're going to be great. Hey, it's fine. A lot of yeah, these bitches are just trying to make money. That's all they're trying yeah. to do. You're going to, like, it's going to be great. It's going to be fine. You're going to, when it gets to those, like, serious contractions, he's just going to want to slip right out of it. It's just going to be, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I've been eating dates like a motherfucker because that's supposed to help. I'm doing all the right things and then I'm never doing the right things, you know? Okay, so what are what do dates do? They help with the uterus. They soften your uterus if you can eat sixty to ninety grams of dates a day for from thirty four weeks. Then it helps with your uterus, and it's supposed to really speed up that first stage of labor. Sixty to ninety grams. Honestly, the only way I can compute that is with cocaine, and it just seems like a lot of dates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this really seems like a lot, man. Heavy. You need to cut back on but, those dates. It's too many grams, bro. Like, <laughs> it's only two ounces, really, isn't it? Because I have to convert with marijuana. Like, I'm like, what's an ounce? Twenty-seven grams, right? I don't know. I'm He's not smoking a dealer. as we're talking. No, when you buy an ounce, how many grams is it? Twenty-seven. You Twenty-seven. I don't fucking know. I don't weigh this shit. I deal with my friends. No, but when you... <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't fucking weigh shit. I, every... I, think I don't it's know. It looks about like this. Grams. But, um... You know, an ounce of heavy stuff. I don't... I guess it's not much. I don't know. Anyway, it's a lot of dates. <laughs> it's like seven to eight dates a day. Oh, you could spread that shit out. I could get that done in a work day. Once an hour, pop a date choke it down I feel like a date is just like an oversized plum or is that a they're a lot more delicious than that you mean prune what is a date dehydrated of a de- well see now interesting interesting I'm a great because interviewer a date is technically it's, it's not a dehydrated anything a date just grows a date Oh, really? Like they, that, the, yeah, I know. Wouldn't you think? I always would have thought that they were dehydrated something. like a, What's a dehydrated like a date plum. called? We can't dehydrate it. Why? There's no There's hydration still, in there? Very little. Well, dehydrate the little bit out. And we'll call it... <laughs> we'll call it a really do. Dry we'll call, date. We'll call it a do. You have a do, you have a date. Mm. I got a do date. 
Yeah, I see what you did there. I gotta go back to court. It sucks. For what? No, I was just saying. That was just a due date thing. I don't have to go back oh. to court. <sighs> Do you like my new glasses? I can't see you. You don't have your video turned on. What? I answered the video call. Just, well, you haven't clicked on your video. There I'm you here. go. I'm here. I've been here. Very nice glasses. I think they got the left eye fucked up. It feels really good with the right eye. Left eye alone is not right. And then together, you're like, my brain can make it work. But you gotta work at it to make it work. Uh, you gotta go back to the optometrist then. I ordered them, so I just gotta send them back. From what the company that you ordered them from? I can't. I mean, okay, so I got, they were a cheap. It's lenscart.com. <laughs> I'm not trying to put the company okay. on blast. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, oh, like no, oh hey, what's up? So, no, no, yeah. I just mean there's a really good company in the States where they send you five different pairs. So, you know, obviously just glass. Um, but you can try them on. And, and um, then if you don't like any of those, they send, you can pick another five to be sent out to you. And, that, and that's all free until you pick a pair of glasses, which I thought was really great. Yeah. And then sure. they're really reasonably priced. I don't remember what the company was. So I was just wondering if it was that company. That's oh what. no, it was it was like one of those, hey you buy a pair, get a pair for free. So the sunglasses, oh, yeah, I put yeah. them on and I'm like, right, left, I'm like, Oh yeah, they're both they're all good there. I think I wonder because my prescription is different from my left to right eye, I wonder if they put like right eye in both lenses because they're very similar but not but they're not the same yeah because with the sunglasses i think they gave me a couple extra lenses so i wonder if they like just put the wrong ones in or something i don't know you know i just it took so long to get them now i'm like oh my god now i have to send these fucking things back i might as well wear them and see if i even like the way they look or like you know it's like you know what guys you should just give me my money back uh, sorry that was classic. that was something oh whatever <laughs> so yeah what's going on over there not much it's crazy shit Nothing. I don't know. So some strong background noise happening occasionally. With me? Hmm. Man, there's nothing going on. Only when only when you're talking, it sounds like a waterfall in the background. I don't. Man, I don't know. There's nothing. It's quiet. Really? Is it like? It, yeah. I bet it's not picking it up because you're the one recording, but it's just that whenever you start talking, the waterfall in the background turns on. I bet I gained a superpower or something. I just didn't Maybe you did. It.
Oop, I forgot to turn my ringer off. Sorry, guys. That was pretty loud. Who has a ringer on loud anyway? Dude, I work with loud tools. Psychopath. No, I work with loud tools. I mean, like, psychopaths. not on work. I don't Who fuck. Wants their ringer going Who off? the fuck is always in their phone settings all the time? I got I I got better shit to do than like. It's a button oh. on the side of the phone. It's just a. I don't give a fuck about it. I have shit. my phone on loud, ever. I don't, fuck. I don't even have it on vibrate. Yeah, because the loudest sounds at your workplace is. You're just clicking away at the keyboard, and that's cool. And that is a very vibrate-only work zone. When I'm working around, ah, like fucking power tools, like sometimes it's nice to be like, "What? My phone is ringing." Okay, like <laughs> differences. That's all I'm saying. Perspective. <laughs> yeah. Well. And I forget. Nothing really is happening here either, to be honest with you. Nothing is going on in the world. Oh, have you, do you have HBO Max? Um, no, but I pirate stuff. So. Have you seen Woody vs. Al in episode one? I don't even know what you're talking about. There is a new docu-series, four parts. The first part has already dropped. It's about Woody Allen. Yep, got and that. Versus, um, oh, not Woody versus Allen. Allen versus whatever the fuck it's called, okay? Allen versus Pharaoh, Woody versus something. What? Um, Woody Allen was, who did he, who is the other person in this Woody Allen scenario? Well, it is Mia Farrow, his ex, who is okay. had adopted Suni, who's his current wife, who was his stepdaughter. That's weird. Um, you know he married his stepdaughter, right? Okay. Hold on. Let's get a little bit of backstory. I want you to work <laughs> on it for a minute. <laughs> a million miles an hour. There's a lot. There's, There's a, a lot going on. I, don't, I, I remember a little bit, but if we're going to talk about this Woody Allen thing... I need some deets on what's going on. Okay, so, so we're gonna Woody pause. Allen I'm started no, dating. I gotta go started pee. Dating. I gotta pee. I have to go to the bathroom. Okay, we'll we'll run. We only have so I much know. time. I know. I'm just saying. Hold on. Tell okay. these people how to cook something fancy. Oh fuck! I don't oh, really shit. have anything fancy. I will definitely suggest. That if you are doing a smashed avocado toaster, that you like mix in some cilantro, a little bit of chili infused olive oil. And um, if you have access to a Trader Joe's, if you're in the States, everything but the bagel seasoning, delish. If you are not in the States, then, you know, regular old salt and pepper will do the trick, except it's not as delish. Um, do a little bit of parmesan on top some fresh cut chilies um and then like some if you break a mozzarella bowl like a boccaccini bowl something like that on top absolutely amazing fuck plain avocado it's very very boring that's what i had for breakfast this morning um would highly recommend okay 
Okay, before we're at the very beginning of Woody Allen, so we gotta put a pin in that for a quick second before we run out of time or we forget. First things first, what the fuck is up, Steve and Sophie? What up? I think we have to address that really fast before we do anything else. We're at the very beginning of Woody Allen. We are, and we are on a tight schedule. Yeah, so we gotta do it. Today. So we're going to get into your topics probably next week. But thank Aww. you so, so much for your voicemail. <laughs> yes, what? of course. No, I wanted to get into it now, but like you're getting into like it's... We have, what, like 10 I minutes. I don't know. I mean, we've... I don't know how much time we have. We've been going for 15 right now. Okay. I don't know when you have to get off. 2.20. So, Woody... <laughs> started dating Mia Farrow in New York in the 70s. He was 50 and she was 21, so already not great. She has a bunch of kids, adopted kids, I believe, and um, one of them, Suni, he is not, like, super-duper into kids. Like, he just doesn't really want kids, and she says, I really want to adopt another child, and he's like, that's fine, but... I don't want anything to do with it financially, everything. It would entirely be up to you. Um, and taking care of the child, she's like, that's fine. Anyway, so she adopts. Um, she already has a bunch of kids. And she adopts Dylan. And he really takes a liking to Dylan. Now, Dylan is a girl. And uh, he, um, like... Uh, then she gives birth to Ronan Farrow, who you will know as the journalist who broke the Harvey Weinstein story. He's also, they haven't got into it yet, that's coming in the coming episodes, but he's actually biologically Frank Sinatra's son. She had an affair on Woody Allen with Frank Sinatra. So he, because they tried to have kids, Woody Allen and her, but could never have kids, and then suddenly here comes this spitting image of Frank Sinatra, and she did confirm many years later, yes, Frank Sinatra's son. So anyway, so, but Woody doesn't know this. So now they have Dylan, and they have Ronan, whose birth name was Satchel. I don't know Satchel? when he changed his name. It's coming later, I guess. Satchel. Satchel? So Dil- <laughs> hey, there's Skittles Dylan- in there. <laughs> Dylan and Satchel and Woody has no interest in the little boy. It's all about little girl. And he started to like tell Dylan. And the, all the interviews are with Mia Farrow, with Ronan Farrow, with um, Dylan as well. So Dylan was saying, you know, she, from, she always remembers him being like, you know, mum... Mums with Satchel, and you're more—you're more like you're my child, and that's—and uh, Satchel is is Mum's child, and uh, people who were in their lives would say like when he got home, whatever, like she would like change, like stiffen up, and she'd be like, oh, please don't make me go with him. And then Mia Farrow found them um, in bed. He was just in his underwear, and. Um, there was some touching going on. So rather than leave him and be like, uh, get away from my kids, she they went to therapy so that he could work through these issues. Um, and, you know, Dylan's a little kid. She's like three. So she's like, I just thought this is how people are with their dads. Like, I, you know, I had no, um, no other experience this is my only life experience um so anyway then 
Woody Allen ended up marrying one of the stepchildren, Suni. So the way the episode one ends off is that Mia Farrow comes in and tells Satchel or Ronan and Dylan, hey, just so you know, Daddy took naked pictures of Suni. And then Dylan says, and that's when I realized I wasn't the only one. He was doing it too. And that's the end of episode one. However, wow. what's extremely interesting is that another, one of the other sons has come out now. Woody Allen took a liking to Dylan, and he also took a liking to Suni, obviously because he married her um, as soon as she was 18, um, which is so fucked up to marry your stepdaughter that you raised. Um, wow. Right? So well, they're going to get into that. So I'm not like super in depth with the details on the Sunni stuff. I just know that that happened and that it has been a big scandal. Um, well, for a long time, they've, you know, like it's always been like kind of like almost like a hush hush or like, oh, but like people would talk about it, but n apparently nobody ever did anything. Like, I understand, like, people out here where I'm from, like, in, in the Midwest, like, but the fact that these people are talking about it, but the people involved or the people responsible aren't doing anything about it, like, it's crazy. But, yeah, it's always, like, how it, um, I'm not a huge fan of, like, the hypersensitivity, but if... Allowing the hypersensitivity is also shedding light on the decades of allowing shit like this to go on. Oh, man. Fuck. I mean, so be it, I guess. You know, like, it's annoying. But if Woody Allen is finally getting an HBO special, fuck. I mean, how Like, who's coming next? Like... Let's let's well, get the shit out, man. He I'm openly married his stepdaughter. But, How is this not being? Yeah. I mean, it, it it has been spoken about forever. But no and one. Everyone's always been like, yeah, he's obviously a pedophile. But no one's ever done anything about it. It's so weird. They are still married today, by the way. Like it really worked out for them. But he also took a liking to this other son, and he who is a licensed therapist today has said Woody was, you know, and the other thing to remember is that just because someone isn't a predator to you doesn't mean that they weren't a predator to someone else. So you can have had a good experience with someone yeah. um, and their experience with someone else be entirely different. But he very much says things like, Mia, she had all of these kids, but she did, and she took on, she adopted a lot of kids with special needs, and maybe she wasn't very equipped to look after those kids with special needs, and well, things were quite overwhelming, and oftentimes she would lock children in cupboards, and he was like, if there was anything that was really bad, it was on mum's side, not dad's, and in fact, Mia's brother is in prison for pedophilia, and his, her father was, it was openly known that he was a pedophile and he, um, you know, had quite a lot of victims or something. And so this is just, there's a lot going on in this family. And so his perspective is very much, you know, mum's the fucked up one and, you know, thank God that I had dad. 
Although just because his experience with his dad was good doesn't mean that his dad wasn't a predator to the daughters. But it's very interesting that he holds this very stern perspective of, no, thank God we had him. Um, so that's very interesting. And, um, fuck, I forgot what else I was going to say, but there's just, uh, there's a lot. This is a very angry direction. Because. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, all I could, I mean, so it's come out, it's confirmed, like, you have molested I would say if you've molested a child in single digits, like when you talk about like statutory rape, I mean, you start getting into like the blurry areas of like 15 and 18 or whatever, you know, I'm like, I'm talking single digit. I think we just whop it off, just get rid of everything for you and carve rapists in your fucking forehead and not kill you, definitely not. But like, that's you such can't... a ridiculous statement, though, because I if you, I mean, people I get false, falsely convicted all the time. Yeah. So what if one guy was falsely convicted and wasn't, and now he has rapist fucking written on his forehead? That's the most retarded thing you've ever said. Okay. I think when the evidence, like, when it is concrete, there is no even glimmer of a hope of falsely is, convicted. But, but, that is, but that is the justice system. It's, be, yeah. it's beyond yeah. doubt. So you're, what you're saying, there's still people who are it's still the most, you're not saving yourself. I'm all. not saying, no, I'm not saying people that are convicted. I'm saying for people that are pedophiles that do that that is the sort of punishment that should be brought down upon them i'm not saying like oh if this legal system convicts you i'm saying to the You're pedophiles the people, the are, people that fucking do that should have yeah, should have severe obviously. consequences. Correct. Um, Your consequences are retarded. But you're saying they should have strong consequences, no, which I saying... don't think anyone disagrees with. <laughs> yes. Fucking... <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that's what I'm saying is if you molest a child, you should be castrated and so... be made a mockery of for the rest of your life. Because that child now has trauma that they have to deal with for the rest of their life. So, yeah, whatever sort of trauma that you get for having rapists carved on your forehead is well earned. I, I That's what I mean I don't disagree it. with that. My disagreement <laughs> comes in the fact that there are always going to be falsely convicted and, and, and the, the punishment <laughs> that you are requesting is, as I have said, are worded. Um, at, We've wasted way too much time on, on, on that. But what I'm saying, I, I agree with you. But And it will be interesting because there's going to be three more episodes. I really think you should watch the first episode while, while you know, until we wait for the next one. But um, interesting that the marriage with Suni, I believe, and I'm saying Suni, I don't even know if that's her name. I think it is. It's just from memory. But interesting that that just worked. They are still together today. Well, it's weird how when she was a child, 
she would tense up and it's like, well, you, you. No, different, different daughter, different daughter. Oh, I thought that you, okay. Okay. I miss her then. Okay. So yeah, I don't, I don't so, know. I mean, that's, so he but also busted, you, you train a busted. Sorry. You train her at such a young age to where you just like kids are so impressionable. Like that's how these kids kids get molested is because they have all these trusts in these terrible people and they betray that trust so but you have you nobody in check 60, ever no one's ever kept old? him in check no one's ever fucking held him accountable every time that someone would say well that's not right well nothing's ever happened to him this still is being allowed to happen to me from my young impressionable age when I think it's okay with to an age to where People tell me it's not okay, but nobody's stopping it. Why would she think any different? So she is 50 years old. So don't you think at some point you would have woken up? Well, it's not about being woke. It's about never being an example being set in front of you. You don't think like, okay, yeah, everyone says it's wrong, but nobody cares. Yeah, everyone says it's wrong, but no one talks about it. It's not a big deal because it's never been a big deal in her life. Think if someone told you your whole life and no one ever, um, ever really blinked an eye when you said fuck from the word fuck would never even like it being a curse word. Like it's, these are all like moral guidelines that are imposed upon us. But if those guidelines are never imposed upon us, what kind of person would you become? You know, I. It feels like she was held yeah. at a different set of standards, her literally her entire life. So who the fuck knows? She's not held to society standards. So the son who is on Woody Allen's side is Moses. Moses to this day very much on Woody Allen's side. Suni very much on Woody Allen's side as she's his current wife and they have children together. Um, but he was busted taking photos of Suni when she was single digits child. Um, and interestingly, Ronan Farrow, who wrote Catch and Kill and exposed the Harvey Weinstein story, do you know Ronan Farrow? He's fantastic. I, I don't know anything about Ronan other than he did a complete 180 with the name change. He went from Satchel, Satchel. To, to Ronan, like a samurai without a master, and then he exposes a pedophile. Like, all right, bro, you, you've earned that name. Like, well, you go from being someone's Satchel he, to having no twice. master. <laughs> And then you expose him. That's uh, awesome. It's... He um, said at the beginning of Catch and Kill, if you listen to that podcast series, which is his you know, series about writing Catch and Kill and trying to get the Weinstein story out and obviously all of the uh, stories being bought and killed um, as it was so... Uh, part of the difficulty in exposing Harvey Weinstein was the corruption and keeping it all quiet. And that's what the podcast series is about. But he said at the beginning of that, if I remember correctly, that 
he started this work of, I mean, I think the Weinstein story may have sort of fell into his lap, but he felt that it's important to pursue stories about predators because he had spent so much of his life dismissing his sister's claims. And he realized, and, and I think as a child, okay, so as, and he, as an adult, he realized the significance of what Dylan had been telling him and felt immense guilt, which not his fault because as a child, you know, of course you grow up and you're like, oh my God, you know, you, I, you told me when we were eight that X, Y, Z or whatever. But the thing is, like, um, the great thing about that is him being that child and experiencing that and witnessing that, him dismissing those claims you know, that's not his fault. You know, that that is totally understandable. But to take that trauma and that early childhood and mold it, and instead of being... Because they say a lot of predators were prey when they were younger. So instead of taking that trauma and making a negative thing about it, he not only made a good thing about it, like, you know, he, you know, saved... A bunch of other people. Yeah, yeah, you know, like, and he exposed arguably a bigger pedophile than his arguably a huge pedophile father. You know, like, he was already placed up on the podium so fucking high up, and then he takes that a massive amount of trauma, and he doesn't turn bad with it. He one-ups it and exposes someone even worse. You know, like... Arguably worse, I don't know, you know. Let the facts fall where they may. Oh, after the custody battle with Woody Allen, Ronan decided to start going by his middle name, and the change stuck through adulthood. Um, and he then took his mother's surname rather than Allen. Um, sure. Or Sinatra. <laughs> he... I would almost... Oh, the... The other thing that is very interesting about the documentary, which I, and I didn't realize either, was that last year Woody Allen actually wrote a book of defending himself in all of this. And so he has, you know, the audio book that he voiced. And so they are using the tapes of his count of everything in uh at, throughout the documentary, so they'll present, you know, what he said, X, Y, Z. Yes, and so said. that's that's very interesting as well. It is, it, it, uh, yeah, very very good. I don't know if I'm gonna watch that until it's all the way all out. Yeah, that's the annoying thing because then, they, especially because it's you know HBO, so then they try and do a cliffhanger. So at the end of the last episode, you know, and that's when I found out I wasn't the only one. Roll credits, and you're like, oh, for fuck, you know. I want that's a good thing. Like Netflix this, has changed us all. Yeah, you like know, the whole season. You know, it's funny. It's like I'll watch about like a serial killer and shit, and I'll be like enthralled and like, yep, yeah, just soak it up. But for some reason, like robbing a kid of their innocence is like. I just it's I can't do it, man. Like you know, it just like but it, I think it the aggravates me part of this, at such a core level. 
I think that the and you know the I think the interesting part of all this is how he was just this huge director and like the um, the level of respect that he had while this was all happening in the open. It's it's that that's the that's the interesting part of the documentary, like that he just could marry his stepdaughter and everyone was like seems fine, like that's. It's it's not so much about the predatory behavior as but much as I've made it sound that that's what it's about. It hasn't been that long ago to when that sort of behavior was more accepted, though, as well. You know, I mean, I'm talking about, like, generation-wise. Like, you know, in the grand scheme of well, things, Well, in the 70s, like, it was very normal to yeah, date even teenage like, girls. Man, how many fucking 70s rock stars talk about, like, underage girls... And then, like, me growing up, and, like, you're like, oh, man, like, I'm, like, this guy's age when he, like, made this album. And you're like, oh, yeah, this song was also on that album, and I do not understand the fascination with a 17-year-old. <laughs> you know, you're like, you're like, oh, I'm not, I, ah, man, I don't know, like, maybe... You know, like, when you're 21 and you're, like, that's still, like, not a huge age gap, but it's still, like, definitely not going to happen. So then the rock stars are singing about it. But then you get into the late 20s and you're like, ooh, why are you? I don't know. Nah, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of weird, bro. <laughs> and it was extremely common. Yeah. So it's a weird one. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to watch that for a while. I don't know if I need to feel that. <laughs> I'm on that... Wow. I'm still on that fake it till you make it. Just be happy. Okay? I ain't getting into that negativity right now. <laughs> That's fair enough. Alright, well, I truly do have to get on my next guilt call where they tell me I'm doing everything wrong. <sighs> I'm glad you had a break in the monotony. At least I had a break in the monotony. Yay. Sweet. It was fun. All right. I, Sunday is my last yeah. day of work, so when it, if you want to do some extra stuff next week, we can do some extra stuff next week. Oh, we might be banking some apps. I think we might just, like, flood flood it, you know. Just over ex it. overexposed. So if you're into it, tell your friends. Once again, we're like a fine wine. Start with the, the newest to the old. We get better yeah, with time. We get better with time. As well. And we get better with time. So, yes. How good of a yeah. fan so are you? Probably the first episode's not the best one. So, they're pretty bad to start out, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's not going right. to lie to you. It's pretty rough. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Where's that goddamn button? Alright, so we're out. So, I don't know. I think I got some more in the gas tank. We can go for a minute here. Let me reload this pen and let's talk about some stuff. Steve and Sophie, what's up? Thanks for the fucking message. It was cool. Um, really, I don't know. I don't have any, like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing here. So, I don't really have any tips or tricks. What I can say is that you just gotta, you gotta keep hammering out episodes. Like, 
Um, obviously, Caitlin and I, we're on opposite sides of the globe, so our schedules don't always line up, so we just kind of, once a week, it's the same as what we were when we were hanging out. Like, for sure, every Wednesday we're drinking wine, smoking a little weed. So we just force ourselves to do an hour every week. This is our day. You just gotta, no excuses. I don't care if you don't wanna do it or not. Just fucking get on here and just start talking about stupid shit, whatever, man. Like, it's just an open conversation. Um, I don't know. Do you like our intro song? Like, for real, shoot me an email. Anyone out here, like, Mitch, period, wineandweed, at gmail.com. I'll talk to you. I don't give a fuck. I ain't got nothing going on. Um, like, I downloaded some random app on my computer for the intro song, and I just... It's like an audio editor, and I just made my own sound clips and uploaded other ones, free ones from YouTube, and stitched the shit together. I don't, man, I don't know, man. Everything else is just, just be honest, be open. I feel like the more you do it, the easier it is to be, like, more open and just, like, blurt out the stupid shit that's in your head, because, fuck, that, that's what everyone else is thinking, so... Either you vibe with it or you don't. And if you don't, that's cool. If you do, what? Hit that like button. Subscribe. Five star it. For sure five star it. Send me a voice message or email us. Caitlin, her name is spelled C-A-I-T-L-I-N. Period. Wine and weed at gmail.com. Wine and weed is spelled like normal. You just spell it all out. No and symbol. We're not doing that. It's wine, spell out and, weed. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> I don't know. Well, shit. Thanks for listening. Hope you had a good time. We'll see you back here next week. Like I said, I guess in a couple days she's not working, so fuck. Check it out if you like it. I might be giving you some extra eps, some bonus eps. Bye, bitches.